Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. It is Wednesday, the 22nd of April, and this Sunday was going to be our Whitecaps game trip, but I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen because a lot of things have been canceled, including major sporting events, which is super sad, but maybe we can all like do something else on Sunday instead, like eat a lot of hot dogs or something like that. What do you think, Travis? Could play uh, kickball with a family in the front yard. Yes, that's a great idea. We should do a big Zoom call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as if we need one more Zoom call to join. Anyway, um, it is the 22nd, and Travis and I are going to be uh, talking about First Peter. Uh, chapter 1, verse 17 through 23. Travis, would you mind reading this scripture passage for us? Sure. <clears throat> 1 Peter 1, 17 through 23. If you invoke as father, the one who judges all people impartially according to their deeds, live in reverent fear during the time of your exile. You know that you are ransomed from the feudal ways inherited from your ancestors not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without defect or blemish. He was destined before the foundation of the world, but was revealed at the end of the ages for your sake. Through him, you have come to trust in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him victory so that your faith and hope are set on God. Now that you have purified your souls by your obedience to the truth, so that you have genuine mutual love, love one another deeply from the heart. You've been born anew, not of perishable, but of imperishable seed through the living and enduring word of God. Yes. Ooh, that's I love a lot. this passage. This cuts right, cuts to the heart, man. Yeah. Um, Travis, what? Okay, so what is a lot about this for you? Um, there's a lot here. Um, the the imperishable, the the constant uh, hitting on the perishable, perishable and imperishable, um, the the feudal ways of ancestors and kind of the new ways uh, of now, um, just that constant uh, comparison or uh, contrast. Is, contrast was it was just interesting to me um mm -hmm. kind of no having constant back and forth of not having hope and now you have hope you have um you know you have feudal ways and now you have a path you have perishable things like silver and gold and now we have imperishable things like um our our belief and our our trust and salvation with christ Mm -hmm. Our hope is set on God, so we have that faith. Yeah. 
I um, there is a lot in here. And if first of all, just to recognize that uh, Peter was speaking on Monday from Acts two to on Pentecost, and here he is writing a letter to the church. So it's kind of cool to know that um, he's you know in multiple parts of the New Testament speaking in different contexts, but the message is basically the same. And, yeah, um, it's a call to salvation. Um, but you're right. There's a lot of contrasting images here, um, a lot of um, concepts that are, you know, really difficult to pull together. Um, but that word "ransomed" for me is really sticking out. You know that you are ransomed from the feudal ways inherited from your ancestors, not with perishable things like silver or gold. Um, you are ransomed, and um, this is talking about the atonement that Jesus um, saw and God saw that we were um, held captive by death. And Jesus came and purchased our, um, our ransom with his blood, not with silver or gold, but with his actual blood um, to give us freedom. Um, and so this is, this is atonement language. This is how does God make us okay? Mm-hmm. How, how does he make us right? How does he, um, what does he do to make us one with him? And, mm-hmm. um, and Jesus gives his very blood, his very life to, to rescue us from the power, from the clutches of death. Um, but I don't think it, it stops there. It says, you have purified your souls by your obedience to the truth. So you have genuine mutual love, love one another deeply from the heart, which goes back to Jesus' greatest command to love yep. one another. Um, um, and he says, you know, I will remain with you if you obey my commands. Mm-hmm. And this is my command to love one another. So basically love one another and I will remain with you. Um, and so I see here, Peter is tying in like our atonement, our salvation with loving one another deeply from the heart because mm-hmm. we've been born anew. So um, I I love that this passage brings in new Um, angle to this whole discussion on salvation we're talking about how does god rescue us you know how does god free us and um the sign of us being freed is that we love one another um so i love that addition to the conversation and as you as you think about that too is being born you know being born anew so we have you know prior to um jesus coming into our lives we we have a spirit that pursues after our own heart things after pursues after whether it's world things, it's the perishable stuff, right? Yeah. That we're, our heart is drawn to naturally. And um, when we get our, our heart transplant where Jesus comes in and says, I'm, I'm taking out the old and I'm, I'm in with the new, here's, here's your heart. That's um, now imperishable. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's a heart that's built in, in God's kingdom. Um, it's a, it's, it's fun to see. And I think that's one thing that we experience as Christians that we, we start to develop new tastes and new, um, our heart has new visions and new, um, new desires. And I think 122 kind of, um, talks about that, just that the genuine mutual love, love one another deeply from the heart. And that's a, that's not a, that's not like a, 
a love like oh that's kind of you know i really like this person wherever else this is this is god's love this is the stuff that um that comes out of a out of a transplanted imperishable kingdom seeking heart that uh sees um sees people in a completely different light you see people that um, ideally you see people the way that God sees them, not, not the way that we would with our, our broken heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been transferred from, we've been born, born again and yeah. not from not a uh, perishable seed, but imperishable seed. Yep. So we're, we're no longer putting our hope or our lives um, into perishable things, but we are, we're hoping in imperishable things, uh, eternal things. Um. Yeah, I love that. And I'm just yep. seeing something new too about this passage. The very beginning, 117, live in reverent fear during the time of your exile. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what he's talking about is saying we we are living in exile until we are all gathered together in the new creation. Yep. Not, not necessarily living in exile like because you are scattered around the Roman Empire, although that is true. They're exiled, meaning they're the di- diaspora, the church has been scattered from Pentecost and they're all over the empire because of uh, persecution, uh, famine, uh, disease, job change, all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. has made them scattered over the Roman empire. But it seems like he's saying that's not necessarily because he's talking about um, invoking as father, the one who judges all people. He's bringing, talking about judgment, live in reverent fear during the time of your exile, meaning until that day of judgment, live in reverent fear until you we are all brought back together as the church in the new creation mm-hmm. which is i think something really to grab hold of during this time of quarantine during this time of exile so to speak um being separated from one another what does it look like to live in reverent fear awaiting the day that we will be brought back into um communion where the imperishable things that we've hoped for are going to become visible um so i don't know that's something that's also grabbing my attention from this passage but i think just to bank off of your um your thoughts about the perishable imperishable you know being transferred from one reality to another reality um i guess my question is for me myself um anyone who's listening to this is like today what in my life is leaning on something perishable mm. you know yeah and what in my life is leaning on something <clears throat> imperishable am i putting my hope and trust and even my dependence scheduling um my priorities my activities for the day are they am i investing in imperishable things or am i investing in things that are going to ultimately perish yeah. i know that's kind of my question for the day <laughs> for myself and for us. It was landing there as well. Just, you know, it's, it's interesting to see as, as we go through this, um, this real disruptive time, just, I mean, there's, there's physical tangible things that you go, Oh, that, that doesn't survive or that doesn't make it, or that's not, um, it's, it's perishable. Right. And then there's, there's things that you go, Oh, this, you know, these are the things that, um, you see as being truly valuable, like as for instance, just, you know, loving one another deeply. I, you know, I, um, one example that I, I notice is 
I think it's okay. Um, but they, you know, just missing the gathered church, um, mm -hmm. being able to worship together that you go, you know, there's, there's some mornings prior to this where you just go, Oh, you know, it might be, it might be nicer to sleep in and whatever else. Well, you, you prior again to this disruptive event, you, every week you can do that and you can see people and, um, there's that really isn't taken away. And then, um, as, as we sit and worship via zoom, which is great, but it's my heart still yearns to just be with mm -hmm. physically with the body of believers. Um, and it, it, that's just a, I think it's, it's really good. It's an evidence to me of a, of an imperishable and even maybe a foretaste too of just saying, is my, is my vision too short of, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to being with the body of believers of Victory Point, but there's also a, you know, there's also going to be a gathering of body of believers that's, you know, at the end of the age, that's, you know, where we're all together and we're all mm -hmm. singing songs. It's not just, you know, Victory Point. That's just, um, it, it reminds me of, you know, uh, an even larger kingdom of God and an even larger celebration that is yet to come. Yes. What a great comparison it, the way i would summarize what you just said is um meeting on zoom for worship is to meeting in person for worship as meeting in person for worship is to um gathering at the end of ages yeah you know what i mean like <clears throat> yep like we are this our current life is like a zoom call <laughs> you know, taste. The, the reality that we live right now is like a zoom call compared to what we get to experience when we come face to face with jesus yes you know? and so Definitely we are learning a lot about perishable thing yes we're we're, le we're learning a lot right now about what it means to long for communion yeah to long for fellowship for community Yep. And uh, so we lean into that and we, we use, I think it's an effective thing to um, channel that longing and frustration and sadness into lament, um, not for wanting, an, you know, not for like, oh, I can't wait to get back to worship with my fellow believers. Oh, that's a good thing to long for, but to channel that towards, oh, I can't wait to be together with my savior and with the church at the end of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go, All right. This is what it's like isn't it? This is what our reality is like. And, and that's, uh, that's verse 17 there with the, you know, the, I mean, it kind of feels like we're in exile right now. Yeah. And having, having the eyes opened and go, well, we were in exile before too. It was just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We didn't we're know we're not much. there yet. We aren't in heaven yet. So. Yep. That's good. Cool. Well, thanks Travis. And I will say one more thing. Um, if anyone's curious or wondering um, something that is, not imperishable and definitely perishable is toilet paper. <laughs> so if you're wondering if that's what we're talking about, like what things do we invest in? Uh, we don't invest in uh, stocks of toilet paper for our houses. That's perishable. <laughs> definitely perishable. It will go away uh, very yep. quickly. All right. Well, thanks, Travis. We will catch back up with you tomorrow morning. Talk to you then. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. 
We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Peace.